Welcome to episode 31 of Jesus and the Meteorologists. My name is Kevin Cookagee, and I'm your host. Our subject is discernment, and our aim is to teach, to elevate your minds and to exalt your courage, to accelerate and animate your industry and activity, and to excite in you an ambition to excel in every capacity, faculty, and virtue. Our mission is to inspire young men and women and their parents to understand the present in order to prepare for the future, a task that necessarily demands a proper interpretation of the past. Our aim is to highlight the antithesis between the way of the Lord and the ways of the world, between the truth of Scripture and the opinions of men, so that we might reflect the light of life in a culture of death. And to my left, Penelope was mouthing every single one of those introductory words. <laughs> That's pretty good. After 31 episodes, you've got it I've memorized. I've almost memorized it. Almost. Well, well, well. What a special day it is today because... Yes, indeed. We have a birthday in the studio. To my right is... Roger. And Roger is how old today? I'm 18. Roger has just finished his 18th circuit around the globe. So I've brought a lot of uh, surprises today. Look at this. I got party hats. I'm going to pass out party hats. Everybody's got to wear one. What do you want? Red, silver, blue, or green? I'll take blue. Blue for the birthday boy. Oh. There you go. Thank you. Winnie, what do you want? I'll take a green one. A green one. (laughs) And then Penelope, here you go, Winnie. These to our audience, these are the pointy little birthday hats you would expect. What color do you want, Penelope? Uh, I want green, but I also want to I'll have have pink so that we each have a different one. Pinkish red and silver. All right, so let's move to maybe some Stevie Wonder music. There's an awesome Stevie Wonder birthday song, which anybody who knows me is going to be kind of shocked that I'd never heard it before. 30 years in the music business and didn't know this song. How oh, cool. And I'm going to put on my hat. How's that? We all look goofy. Somebody take a picture for posterity. Roger. Now you're really a silver fox. <laughs> yeah. My hair's all messed up because I had a hat on. It's going to look really bad. All right, here we go. How's that look? Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh. Uh, yeah, one of these one of these days or weeks or years we'll do the little video. <laughs> that People was a very can see bad how picture. silly we look. Yeah. Well you can do, get pictures during the episode how ridiculous we look. But it's worth it. Roger turning eighteen. Congratulations, Roger. We're actually Thank gonna you. miss you come fall when you head to college. Perhaps you can call in on the telephone from time to time, like some of our other former students, as your schedule allows. Yeah. Your iceberg will be melting down in Texas, right? Yes, it will be. <laughs> but between now and then, we still have a couple of months. So, uh, by the way, one more thing before we get into today's lesson. I do have some food. Food? Special birthday food. Oh! <laughs> I was going to get cupcakes, which I love, but I happened to be at Dunkin' Donuts get, getting an egg sandwich. And so I I'm getting... I'm getting Dunkin' Donuts. Look at this. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yummy. Somebody describe what checker, you're seeing Checkerboard. Here. It's like a checkerboard of donuts. Glazed and chocolate. Glazed and chocolate glazed. Yeah. Cho- yeah. So mm-hmm. normally I'd let the ladies go first, but since Roger's birthday, we'll let him pick first. Yeah. Pass it around the table. Here you go. Thank you. <sighs> What's you're welcome. What's the second ball? <laughs> I'm going to go for a glaze. 
kind of look like a unicorn with this up here, don't I? All right. Hopefully, oh, hopefully you can cute. take me seriously because despite all of this pomp and circumstance, we're getting ready to mm-hmm. talk about a serious topic. All right. So last week in episode 30, we examined the growing threat to America posed by China's elite capture strategy, a concept set forth in a new book by Peter Schweitzer called Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China. In it, Schweitzer explained how the Communist Party of China has used money to gain control of America's elite class. That's big tech, Hollywood, education, Wall Street, and both elected officials and unelected bureaucrats in order to co-opt them into doing China's bidding. So let's mix it up a little bit. We're actually going to enter – I forgot to tell the producer about this, but that's all right – live – Live transitions are good. We're going to enter the um, Palaces of Analysis now. So let's get that up and enter the Palaces of Analysis. Icebergs, what do you think or why do you think the Communist Party of China, the CCP, uses money to gain control of these groups and individuals in them? Because obviously it's something that these people care about. Okay. Money would be called a what? A tool. It's a tool because people are... It's another T word. And it rhymes with... Treasure? Nope. (laughs) I was going to say it rhymes with... I can't even think of another word that it rhymes with. So I'll make up one. It rhymes with galempted. Tempted? Tempted. Very good. (laughs) Right? The L was throwing me off. Yeah, I had to make up a word. There probably is a word, but off the top of my head... Right? Money is a temptation, yep. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Are you familiar, familiar, listen to me, are you familiar with the old saying, everyone has a price? Uh-huh. What does that mean? It means that anyone can be bought off, just some people can be bought off at a higher price. That's right. Everyone has a price. Or money talks, loyalty walks. It's another crass way of saying it. Now, whether everyone has a price or not is is debatable. We would hope that not everyone has a price, at least not in terms of money. But certainly in our culture today, too many people have a price, don't they? Yeah. (laughs) That was a a weird voice crack. So what is it about these, um, well, this particular class of people, big tech, Hollywood, education, Wall Street, elected officials, unelected bureaucrats, what is it that makes them especially vulnerable to the temptation of money? Probably need more clock. Hmm. Well, the donut's slowing me down. <laughs> oh, shoot. I should have saved those to the end. Well, what motivates? Is it not money and power that motivates all of these people to work against us? Yeah. Why does money and power motivate? Think about how they relate to each other. Money can buy. And in many instances, has indeed purchased their power, right? And then power, once achieved, allows the means for accumulating and protecting... More money. (laughs) Great, great wealth. So it doesn't require any expertise, does it, to understand that the highest priority for big tech, Hollywood, education, Wall Street, elected officials, unelected bureaucrats, is money and power. And they are related to each other. Listen to their own words. Watch what they do. Money and power is what they live for and what they die for. It animates their every decision. Is it any wonder that they are ripe for the picking 
by someone, or in this case, Communist Party of China, a group who promises them more temporal riches than they could ever have imagined? Okay, icebergs, here's another question. Did you see any reference in this list of the elite capture? Did you see any reference to ordinary citizens in that list? No. No. Why not? Why is it not important or why is it not part of the strategy for the Communist Party of China to have to capture your hearts and minds? Because if they capture the leaders, then they know that those people will control the other people. Right. So that's one element of it. And there's another part to it. What do they perceive about us? That we know what's good and what's not. <laughs> we, can, we can see through them. Okay. Probably that. But there's another – there's something else that we lack in their perception. Whether it's true or not is another question. But there's something – there's a reason they go to the quote-unquote elites to capture their hearts and minds that is important to their strategy that doesn't apply to us, at least in their view. It begins with a P and rhymes with our. Power. <laughs> All together? Power. <laughs> Right? They don't perceive us to have any power. They perceive Hollywood, big tech, corporations, governing officials, unelected bureaucrats. That's where the power is. So if you can capture the powerful, then you don't have to capture the people who live under them. And yeah. that's that's manifested in how they treat their own people, unfortunately. They treat them like uh, well, inhumanely, as if they're widgets instead of people created in the image of God. So while sin and corruption abound everywhere, including among us, it is our original condition, it affects and its effects are greatly dispersed and weakened among the general population, whereas, as Lord Acton once wrote, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. When we return, we're going to examine some alarming evidence of how this elite capture strategy threatens America's food supply. You are listening to Jesus and the Meteorologists. So I wrote a little book all the way back in 2009 to address what was happening in America and what was likely to happen if we did not take corrective action. Unfortunately, too many of my predictions are coming true. The only surprise is the speed at which we have reached the precipice. The title of that little book is The Experts, and you can buy it on our webpage. Just go to JesusAndTheMeteorologist.com, click the image of the little brown book, and we'll send it to you for only $9.99. And then be sure to let me know what you think. Welcome back to Jesus and the Meteorologists, a weekly squidget devoted to the topic of discernment. My name is Kevin Cookagee, and I am your host. In order to prove author Peter Schweitzer's theory about elite capture, I'm going to read another article from the Epoch Times. And for those in our audience who are aware of the sudden and seemingly mysterious rash of fires and explosions destroying food processing plants and food distribution centers all over the country— or even the intentional killing of five million chickens, as happened last week, last week from our recording. I hope that you will begin to connect the dots. The title alone sets the article's tone. It's called Beijing's Influence Group Seeks Partnership with 
state agricultural officials, and by the way, that's American states, state agricultural officials after teaming up with, wait for it, Bill Gates for years. This article is by a gentleman by the name of Frank Fang, F-A-N-G, or it could be Fong. I don't, apologies if I said it the wrong way. Article was written April 25th, 2022, updated April 26th. A number of U.S. government officials recently took part in a virtual agricultural event co-hosted by a Beijing-backed influence association that has ties to Bill Gates. The U.S. Heartland China Association, a 501c3 nonprofit founded in 2003, held the 2022 U.S.-China Agricultural Roundtable earlier this month. The online event was co-hosted by the Chinese People's Association for Friendship with Foreign Countries. Doesn't the name of that group sound like it is intended to masquerade as something that it's not, to conceal the true intentions of its owners? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Remember, what is Satan's chief quality? What's Genesis tell us is the principal quality of Satan. His He's a liar. Mm-hmm. Man, my voice today. <laughs> he is He's... a liar. That's because you ate sweets, right? Yeah, Those I think it is. But what is it? What else is it? He is a liar, and that's that's who he is at his He's core. Subtle. subtle, right? He doesn't come out and say, "Wow, I'm going to um, <clears throat> shout from the rooftop and tell everybody I'm a bad guy." Right? He tries to get people to sin and to follow him by making things sound like something that is good that ultimately is bad. Shakespeare has written, "The devil can cite scripture for his purpose." An evil soul producing what? Holy witness is like a villain with a smiling cheek. A goodly apple rotten at the heart. Oh, what a goodly outside falsehood hath. All right, back to... Sorry, Winnie. (laughs) (laughs) That was family memorization. Okay, back to our article. Family. Well, you guys already blew the cover a couple (laughs) weeks ago. (laughs) The Trump administration warned about this group, the CPAFFC. In February of 2020, then-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo called the association, quote, the public face of the Chinese Communist Party's official foreign influence agency, the United Frontwork Department. The Chinese Communist Party uses the United Frontwork Department to run its foreign influence operations. In the United States, the CCP has also deployed grassroots-level United Front groups as part of its efforts to infiltrate U.S. civil and political institutions. Now, this organization, this Friends organization, is tasked with co-opting subnational governments and has sought to directly and malignly influence state and local leaders to promote the People's Republic of China's global agenda. The roundtable featured a number of U.S. lawmakers and state officials. Now, listen to this list, including Oklahoma Secretary of Agriculture, the Kansas Secretary of Agriculture, the Missouri Director of Agriculture, the Iowa Secretary of Agriculture, and a representative by the name of Darren LaHood from Illinois. Why are they focusing on agriculture? Let's continue. Because in a war, you're going to focus on the food and cutting all the resources off. Especially cutting them off from whom? Your enemies. Your enemies. So now the question becomes, who is the enemy? Let me continue. The 2022 roundtable event was initially reported by the National Pulse. The inaugural roundtable was held in April of 2021. The state-run Chinese Academy of Social Science, 
was one of the partners of the event. Several of those officials and scholars also took part in the roundtable, including a gentleman by the name of Wang Wei, Director General of the Academy's Bureau of Internal Cooperation. Bob Holden, the former Democrat governor of Missouri and current USHCA chairman and CEO, said during the roundtable's opening ceremony that the U.S. CINO, China, cooperation was, quote, essential to overcome global challenges, including, quote, producing enough nutritious food to feed the growing population on the planet and, quote, preventing future pandemics of human, animal, and plant diseases. The online event comes at a time when China has been increasing its purchase of U.S. farmland, many of you have heard about that, over the past decade, prompting concerns about U.S. national security. Bill Gates has also been a major buyer of agricultural land in the United States. Gates was the largest U.S. private farmland owner in January of 2021, saying his family had accumulated an estimated 242,000 acres of farmland. I actually believe that's now up over 400,000. Wow. So let me turn to my discerning icebergs. Do you think this is really all about, quote, producing enough nutritious food to feed the growing population on the planet, end quote? Or might there be something else at play here? There might be something else at play here. (laughs) All right. Very good. I almost called you Winnie, as I did wrongly in a past episode. By the way, for anyone who is listening to episode 29, I mistakenly referred to the happy pants as Winnie's happy pants. (laughs) Winnie actually was wearing, what do you call, what what did you call those pants? Her color block pants? Color block. Yeah. Whereas it was Penelope that was wearing the happy pants. But I digress. All right. So what might be at play here? Well, this sounds like warfare. Warfare against whom? Against the United States, against the The people people of the United Mm -hmm. States. Yeah. And why do you say that? Because if they're, if China's buying so much land in the U.S., it's, it's a little suspicious. You know, even if you take them at face value, it's still suspicious why they would be buying so much farmland in the U.S. And like, like we were talking about all those, all the fires and stuff, which have been going on. (laughs) <laughs> which have all of a sudden just sprung up. Like, it's just... Strangely, it's all... after Joe Biden said, we're going to have a food shortage, and then the next two weeks we have 20 or more food processing plants just happen to catch on fire. Yeah, coincidentally be catching on fire. Yeah, it's too much of a coincidence. Right. Were you going to add something, Winnie? It was just, I was just going to say it is very suspicious, especially the kind of land that they're buying. It's not just part of America, it's the farmland so that they can control the resources and cut it off so that they're the ones controlling everything. Yeah. So, connect the dots, right? I ask my audience, and those beyond our audience, if the icebergs can do it. Teenagers. <laughs> Winnie's, Winnie's birthday hat just fell off. If the icebergs can do it, why won't our political leadership do it? Because they've been bought off. Yeah. Elite capture, right? Their money and their power are more important to them than protecting your liberty and securing your sovereignty. Okay, back to the article. There's more. Microsoft founder Bill Gates has worked with this quote-unquote friendship organization over the years, in particular with the association's previous president, Xi, and I'm probably going to butcher this last name. Sorry, it's Li Jilin, who held the position from September 2011 
to April 2020, so almost 10 years. Li is no ordinary Chinese citizen. She was a former member of the Chinese regime's political advisory body, the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. She also is the daughter of former Chinese regime leader Li Jianyan, and her husband is Liu Yazu. Sorry. <laughs> a retired general of the – listen who he is, though. He's a retired general of the Chinese People's Liberation Army Air Force. Gates and Lee met face-to-face during the 2013 Global Vaccine Summit in Abu Dhabi, hmm. the capital of the United Arab Emirates, or UAE, for those who like shorthand. According to their website, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation invited Lee to the summit, during which she took part in a panel speaking about China's immunization efforts to eradicate polio. Hmm, 2013, polio. In August 2013, the foundation announced that it would invest $5 million, this is Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, $5 million to, quote, support Chinese investigators to drive research, development, and production of the next generation, wait for this, toilet, as part of its reinvent the toilet challenge. Are you kidding me? Bill Gates' <laughs> obsession with control is so consuming to make him worry about even the kind of toilets we use. According to the University of Science and Technology, Beijing, a launch event in China was attended by Li, a China-based representative of the foundation, the university's party secretary, and Chinese health officials. Gates visited their headquarters in China in June 2014, during which he gave a speech titled, quote, Invent for the Poor, end quote. Right. Bill Gates cares for the poor. According to a video on CPAFSC's it's C-P-A-F-F-C-S, this friendship group. Website, quote, Gates praised the Chinese regime and the association in his speech. Here in China, Bill Gates says, it is fantastic to see the investment in engineering and medical technology. All sorts of things that China is assuming a very, very strong positioning, he said. And so our hope for the Friendship Association is that together we can find these great ideas in China and that we can find the right partners in Africa and elsewhere who can take these new tools and use them on behalf of the people. Icebergs, ask yourself this question. If toilets are of such importance to Bill Gates, why isn't Bill Gates seeking toilet investments from Americans? Why is he doing all of this in China? Little clock. What is it that China offers Bill Gates that he can't get, at least to the extent, in America? It rhymes with honey. Money. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Money. Boy, those donuts did slow you down. Yeah, they really did. I'm really sleepy. It's now. more the elite capture. The Communist Party of China has promised Bill Gates and others. We know Apple does this. We know tons of corporations. Nike. An enormous market for their products, Right. On the condition that Bill Gates share his technology and surrender our national security and personnel to them. Mark Sutzman, the foundation's CEO, and Lee both attended the World Philanthropy Forum held at China's Tsinghua University in September 2016. According to China's state-run media, Sutzman applauded China for its potential in philanthropy works and for its, quote, unique role in Africa's development. Melinda Frenchgates, co-chair of the foundation, held a meeting with Lee in China in July 2017. She praised this group, this friendship association, for its philanthropic works. 
And then she invited Lee to join the, quote, End Malaria Council, end quote, which is an initiative launched by Gates. Lee subsequently participated in an EMC meeting in Beijing in 2019. Gates and Lee have also connections through another United Front agency, the Hong Kong-based China-United States Exchange Foundation, which is managed by this friendship association. At the opening ceremony of the April Roundtable, Lin said, China and the United States should work together because the two sides, quote, complement each other. All right, so here we go again with face value of words, right? And I, and I will reframe this or reprise this analogy. Should we take this guy by his Lin, according to his words at face value, by the way, that United States and China complement each other? No. no, because they operate in totally different ways. So, if historically, so the analogy is if a snake crawls into your bedroom and declares himself to be a man who is on your premises in order to protect you from danger, do we take him at his word? No. no. Nope. Of course not. According to Lin, the United States has the advantage of having advanced technology, finances, and talent, while China possesses a large market and high domestic demand. He set forth the whole strategy, right? You guys have the technology. You have the finances and the talent that we can steal and use. We have a market. They don't care about their own people, right? The people of China, subject to communist China authority, they're being used. And they, we know the working conditions are horrible. We know that many are subject to, if not death, certainly miserable living conditions for political beliefs and views. So it's a very difficult environment. They just use their people, steal our technology, and then aim it against us. Representatives for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and this other U.S.-China partnership did not respond to requests for comments by press time. The activities of the Chinese influence groups also exist in Italy in and these other names of these organizations that are too hard for me to say here uh, in collaboration with the Department of Sinology. That's um, Sino as in China, not as in Sin. <laughs> um, Sinology at Charles University in Prague. Okay, so this is key. I'll read you a quote here, and then we'll end, and we'll go to a break and come back and talk about questions or answer questions. Quote, the activities of these agencies and their fronts bypass norms that require accountability of state-to-state -state relationships, right? When you have government-to-government -government relationships, although the amount of transparency in government is diminishing today, you still have an official in an official capacity, these things have to be exposed to Congress, to state legislators. But when you disguise the party's activities through, quote-unquote, people-to-people, cultural exchanges, non-government or other labels, then what happens? They don't have to disclose any of that information. Yeah. And people are deceived into thinking, oh, this is just culture-to-culture. -culture. But the enemy knows this about us. They know how easy we are. We'll give up secrets. We'll have partnerships as long as it's designated cultural. So Pompeo and the administration prior to our current administration said legislators should indeed understand the nature of cooperation and propaganda events to which they are invited as influence tools rather than dialogue partners. Even attending them to express critical views allows the CCP to publicly, publicly present its interlocutors as endorsers of its platforms and narratives. His point being just allowing them to show up if they're on a panel and they can critique America in America, never would have happened under, well, not when I was growing up. Nevertheless, we're going to go to break and come back and answer some questions. After the break, we will take a few questions and maybe add a little 
Happy birthday, Flair, to brighten our mood before we leave. You are listening to Jesus and the Meteorologists. There are citizens in Tennessee working to reclaim the practice of self-governance in our state and ensure that a constitutional Republican form of government is preserved to future generations. We are Tennessee Stands. Do you want to get off the sidelines and learn how to stand for liberty in your community? Join us at TennesseeStands.org and on social media at Tennessee Stands. Welcome back to Jesus and the Meteorologists. This is episode 31. My name is Kevin Kukaji. I am still your host. And before we get to the birthday cake, a little more birthday music. Yeah, happy birthday, Roger. Again. Thanks. <laughs> and um, sorry, this isn't meant to exclude others. We're going to have birthdays for Penelope next year and um, Winnie. I don't know your birthdays. So we're going to have to find out and yeah, next year. do birthday surprise. All right. So any questions or comments about the food shortage pending and why it's happening, what your families might be doing to prepare for it, what your neighbors might be doing to prepare for it? Um, my family, I know, is preparing. We have a lot of emergency food, a lot of emergency boxes. We've got tubs of grain and rice and beans. And yep. Yeah. Good Good planning. Penelope, Roger? I know my mom's planning to do canning this summer, but I think like tomatoes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we've also been canning. trying to establish relationships with local farmers who still have <laughs> the ability to produce food. Yeah. By the way, the other the other concern is that nitrogen, which is so important for fertilizer, is being purposely withheld either by by withholding the amount that can be transported or by interfering or impeding the rail lines and truck services from delivering them to farmers. Yeah, so this for anyone to pretend that this is not happening or to pretend that it's not intentional, I would say open your eyes and um, enlighten your heart. All right. Oh, I was going to say, I have one question. Yes. Um, We might have already, like, kind of answered it, but, like, we keep saying, like, oh, farms keep getting bought up. Is that the same thing, like, oh, everyone has a price? Or, like, if there is someone who had, like, a big farm, like, what would it take for them? Like, why are they selling their farm? Yeah, yeah, and I don't think that—I would say now, as people are becoming more aware Mm -hmm. that their farms are being purchased by foreign influence or by Bill Gates, then— they would probably hesitate. But yes, everyone has a price in that regard. If someone comes to you and offers you three times the value of your farm and it's a legitimate sale, and a lot of times the foreign influence is not done directly, it's done indirectly through a lot of front groups and corporations and organizations. So you can't tell who the real ultimate buyer is. So any individual sale, you wouldn't suspect. But if suddenly you see that 400,000 acres, I believe that's the number now for Bill Gates, and something similar for the Chinese Communist Party begins to become very concerning that now how are we going to get access to our own food? It is, I I think, Penelope, the answer... Start buying land in China. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like, like there's going to be any reciprocity, right? (laughs) Exactly. Our political leaders are not smart enough to make that a condition of the deal. Oh, yeah, we'll let you buy land here. Because you're just concerned about the same thing that we are. You just Uh want to feed the world's population. Well, 
whatever happened to taking care of your own family first? Yeah. You know, the assumption that we can feed the world and deny our own people opportunity to get their own food. It's being done deliberately. And I, as I say, and I'll end with this, people need to awaken to the reality that your own government is at war against you, destroying food processing plants, impeding nitrogen, and, and seeking, by the way, to blame it on what's going on in Ukraine, which is such a very small part of it and just an excuse, shows you that these are war tactics. These are not typical political tactics. They're taking war tactics against us. Um, we are the enemy, and that has consequences, and we need to be prepared for what follows. All right, so let's end with a little happiness. First of all, although this is a few weeks down the road, and who knows whether penguins may have been eliminated by that time, as of today, the morning after last night's three overtime, triple overtime win against the New York Rangers in game one of round one of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm extra excited, and that deserves, of course, a... That's all the time we have today, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again to our icebergs, our producer, and to all of our listeners and supporters. In the never-ending battle for hearts and minds, we aim to find and develop young men and women who, like the men of Issachar, understand the times and who know what to do. And how can we know what we're to do? Unless we believe what is true. My name is Kevin Kukaji, and you have been listening to Jesus and the Meteorologists. This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey! And those are the horns.